how encouraging is what you guys are able to do against explosive play, or to prevent explosive plays this past game compared to what you saw the week before? Uh, very encouraging. Obviously, I've, I've spoke about that as something that we wanted to do was eliminate explosives. Um, sometimes to get those things done, uh, there's certain things that you have to give up from time to time. You know, we knew, or I knew going into it, that maybe kind of be a little bit more, you know, spacey underneath and have a lighter box and some of the run game stuff in order to eliminate the big plays uh, to get that done. So um, the guys did a nice job of owning the game plan and getting that accomplished. From an execution standpoint, how did, how did they do that then? Uh, just guys staying on top, uh, schematically do some things where we could be aggressive on the perimeter screens and the quick throws with the RPO game, which we know is a staple of what they do. You know, and obviously in having the ability to stay on top of the big throws to uh, Devontae Smith and also with A.J. Brown. So uh, we wanted to do that schematically with, you know, coverage-wise, we're playing some quarters and things like that and some safeties, some coverages that we can roll to 11. So the guys did a great job of owning it. And I know obviously that was going to make it hard on us to, to take care of some of the things in the run game. But the whole thing is you're just going to say, okay, they're going to do that. We'll give up some of that stuff. But when they want to take their shots deep down the field, we got to be able to capitalize because we're maximizing coverage and where we can take care of the ball when it happens. And obviously, on Julian's two plays, we were able to do that. Speaking of Julian, the four turnovers the last two weeks obviously stand out to him. But beyond that, what do you like about the way he's playing for you guys right now? Uh, he's really he came into his own. You know, a lot of it early on in the year was him getting comfortable with everything. And, and obviously, you can see he's at that point now um, where it's no longer kind of just making sure he's on the same page with his teammates. Now he knows what's going on so he can go and let the game come to him. And when his opportunities are there to make plays, he can go and take care of that. So it's been awesome to see it, and I think he's going to continue to ascend uh, throughout the rest of the year. I'm sorry. No, you're good. With their scheme and with Hurts, was pass rush something that you – maybe the sack numbers and hits weren't there, but containment was more important? Containment was way more important. You know, it's just – the thing is there's so many throws with him where the ball's going to come out fast. A lot of his throws in the passing game are RPO throws and quick screens, you know, things of that nature. So you're not going to get sacks on those kind of plays. Generally, when you're going to get sacks on him, is going to be third down and two minute. But because of his ability to extend plays, push the ball down the field, or him as a runner, it was more important to confine and keep him in the pocket as opposed to just go crazy, go cut it loose, and, and now you got space and bad things happen. So that was more important for us to get that done. And I thought the guys, up until the last that 20-yard scramble he had in that two-minute drive, uh, they had done a good job of that all night long. So, I mean, obviously you want to go get sacks, but it's about doing what you need to do to beat the opponent and what the challenges they present, present to you. How much did you highlight to the team Leonard Williams play on third down? I think it was the next to last drive that he ran and made him hurt. Absolutely. That was the whole thing coming into it. You know, obviously made a there's a lot of plays the Big Cat made in that game that were outstanding. You know, being on top of the screens, you know, whipping some blocks one on one in the run game to make some plays and obviously the effort uh, on that third down finish and forcing the ball out of bounds, making him throw the ball out of bounds. So that was a, a excellent play by him. You're gonna have to have those kind of plays that continue to win big games. Talk about being you always got to adapt to what style of offense you're playing your opponent and obviously still fit things that you know that fit your style of players too not always make it so much about the opponent but yeah it's a different style of offense this is a team that wants to run the football they want to pound you uh, get multiple tight ends in the game and they do a good job of presenting some different challenges to you and they'll be, I'm assuming it'll be a veteran quarterback um, that we'll be playing against. Without, if Jamal Adams can't play, and you need a heavier box, what kind of options do you have? 
You know, we, uh, Devin Bush has played in that kind of big nickel spot for us. So he's a guy, even when, whether Jamal is uh, up and ready to go or not, you know, we always keep Devin available to us. Uh, so he's locked and loaded for that. So he'll be another option for us to be ready for, to have us ready. What does Mike Jackson's physicality bring when you have a guy outside? You know, doing, like you mentioned, the Eagles, a quick passing game on that. He was kind of wrecking some of those. What yeah. does he bring? Uh, like you said, I mean, he's a big physical corner. Uh, whether it's a tight end outside trying to block him or even if it's a bigger receiver, I'll take that matchup all day. You know, Mike is a physical player by nature. He plays to his body style and temperament, so uh, he did a heck of a job out there. And he, and he understands himself. He does a good job of staying on top of routes and challenging guys at the top of the catch. So he, and he played a heck of a game. Anything else? You're well. Appreciate it. Thank you.